This is the Work Smart Hypnosis Podcast, session number 386, Hypnotic Peak Performance. Welcome to the Work Smart Hypnosis Podcast with Jason Lynette, your professional resource for hypnosis training and outstanding business success. Here's your host, Jason Lynette. Now, there's a bit of an interesting story going back about 15 or even 16 years ago at this point, where I was working in professional theater. I was in the stage management role, and we were doing this play, one of those classic American plays where you have actors from all different generations. There are some actors who are in their 20s, yet they look a little bit younger than they actually are. And these are the ones that are playing the teenagers in the play. Meanwhile, there's the mother, there's the father, there's the neighbors. And then the way that this classic play was written is that there's also the grandparents. And I tell you this because, as you might begin to imagine, there are some actors who are now in this rehearsal for this professional production where some of them were fresh out of grad school and this is their first professional job. Meanwhile... Here's the actor who is playing the grandfather, and he's someone that may not necessarily be a household name in terms of being, let's say, a TV star or a movie star, yet if I referenced who this man was, you'd go, oh yeah, that guy. And I tell you this because it's the first day of rehearsal. It's the first rehearsal day, and the actors are still walking around, and they're carrying their scripts. They haven't yet memorized their lines because, well, they're not supposed to yet. They're still just doing what we call blocking, where the director is basically painting the stage with where the actors are standing. The director is there explaining, I want these actors to stand over here in the living room. I want these two to sit on the sofa. And the reason I tell you this story comes around to a young man who is about 22 years old and indeed was fresh out of grad school. And the director tells this young man to stand with his back facing the audience. Now, even if you don't have any professional experience with theater, or even if you've maybe only ever been in a play going back to perhaps elementary school, the number one rule of theater they often say is make sure the audience can see your face. And here's this young man, this young actor, and he's being told to stand with his back to the audience. Now, he's handling it appropriately, at first, at least, which is that he's making other suggestions. What if I help to set the table? What if I'm standing over here by the sofa? And yet the director clearly has a vision in mind, as the director is explaining, no, I need you to stand in the doorframe with your back to the audience. And this is where my experience in that field, starts to bring in a couple of possible mind reads that now he's in his head. You know, what was the conversation with his mother, with his father, that he wanted to go off and pursue the arts and become a professional actor? Here would be his supportive yet concerned girlfriend who would travel across the country to see her loved one in this play, and yet there he'd be, with his back to the audience. Here he was in our modern educational system with student loans in the six figures, mounting up and interest rates rising. And there he was in his per first professional job with his back to the audience. Clearly, the director realized that something had to be said. The director stood up 
walked over to this young man, and in what they often call a stage whisper, which is a whisper that everybody in the room could hear. The director explained, I'm giving you a gift. Because on the next page of the script, you have the most important line of anybody in this play. You have the one sentence that introduces the conflict of the story. And if the audience doesn't hear you say that one sentence, the rest of this two-and-a-half-hour production just won't make any sense. You see, I'm giving you a gift. Because the moment you turn your back on the audience, it gives you an opportunity to make another entrance. And when you make that second entrance, there won't be another set of eyes in the audience that isn't looking directly at you. Clearly, this made the actor feel a bit better. And it's worth pointing out this actor then spent the rest of the rehearsal process fighting for more opportunities to turn his back on the audience. Oh, good to be back. Hey, it's Jason Lynette, and we took an intentional break for about a month and a half or so to rebuild a few of the systems behind our world. And can I just call something out personally? We've been doing this podcast now for about eight years running. And the other program that I do is about to relaunch with a different name. That's part of what motivated this temporary pause, though I would share, I forget which podcast it was that even I listened to. And it was like sometime last year, I heard the host of that program. She says, all right, well, that wraps us up for season five. We're going to be back in October, coming back strong with season number six. Enjoy the summer. See you all soon. And it's at that point, eight years into podcasting, I'm like, Oh, wait, there's an option to do seasons. (laughs) And so excited to have you back here. And today, yes, in part, this is going to be talking about an event that we have coming up extremely soon, though also sharing some insights, sharing some experiences that I've had in terms of how we think about hypnosis, how we do hypnosis, and how we even explain what it is that we do to the general public. For more like this, we are launching not quite a challenge, because the word challenge didn't feel right for this upcoming event. It is the Hypnotic Peak Performance Power Week. And I hear some of you now ask, what the heck's a Power Week? Well, it's basically a challenge. And it's a four-day challenge. Why not a five-day challenge? Well, because the schedule didn't work out to do it in four days. And really, I just needed three, yet I found one extra piece of content I wanted to share with you. I'll detail everything for those that want to join us for this upcoming Hypnotic Peak Performance event. In the meantime... You can check out all the details and watch the video tour over at worksmarthypnosis.com forward slash peak, P-E-A-K, as in peak performance, not P-E-E-K, which if I think of it, will also make that redirect over to where it's supposed to go. Yet for all the details of this week's episode and our special upcoming event, check out worksmarthypnosis.com forward slash peak, P-E-A-K. And with that... Here we go. Turning and facing forward once again, let's dive in. This is session number 386, Hypnotic Peak Performance. It's not about what's wrong with you and how are we going to fix that. I do things differently here. Instead, it's about what's great about you and how are we going to harness that 
and amplify that and let it become every reason you don't have to live with that old problem ever again. And I'd share a bit of an insight behind that sentence that I just said, which go back, listen to that once again here. In a world where oftentimes, let's talk business for a moment, as hypnotists, people often get really hung up in this whole concept of a niche or a niche or a specialty. And yes, niche does rhyme with rich. And yet there's been this evolution of how I look at that concept that over time, it's not necessarily the modality that becomes the niche. It's not necessarily the methods that you use that become the niche. It's instead you and your philosophy of the world and your approach to how you think about and how you address change. That's what really becomes that niche. And if you want to see the easiest example of this, and whether you like his stuff or not, and I would say most people who I found that don't like his stuff really haven't actually engaged with it, Yet, you can hop over to YouTube and you can find videos, I believe, from the late 80s, early 1990s of the giant himself, Tony Robbins, teaching an NLP swish pattern. Oh, but wait, is he certified? Well, hang on, even Erickson, Milton Erickson, wasn't even certified in Ericksonian hypnosis. Pause for a chuckle from three of you. And let's keep going here. So it's that, here's an example of someone who has become known for their approach, known for their identity, known for their way of addressing the world. And as much as if you look at what is now the archive of what was the Virginia hypnosis business, as now I'm here in Florida, where it'd be stupid to call it Virginia hypnosis, but still a great name. And we're holding on to the website, uh, at least for now. <laughs> if you check out archive.virginiahypnosis.com, you can see the way that the way the site's designed the way that I phrase this is kind of playful, you want to respectfully smack your audience in the face immediately with what they're looking for, which is where across that top banner, what are the core things that I focus on? And mine may be different than yours. My three big services, stop smoking, I say as I actually have a client in nine minutes, so this will be a relatively brief episode. Uh, stop smoking, business confidence, which is a huge part of my world. It's why we launched the separate influence brand over the last couple of years. And then, of course, Hypnosis training, which is part of this rebuilding of the Work Smart Hypnosis website. Stand by any one of these days. Website's going to look phenomenally better. A little slow because when you have a website with 900 pages, it takes a while. We were going to wait till the launch. And it's like, no, we've given them a month and a half. Let's go back into the podcast here. Yet that sentence, it's not about what's wrong with you and how are we going to fix it. It's about what's great about you and how we like to amplify that. If I can really reverse engineer what became the Virginia Hypnosis brand, which, yes, I will say it openly, the training programs, the educational content is what, in business speak, had greater scalability. In terms of client work, I still have a passion for the one-to-one -one and the personalization, and even though the rates are a bit at a premium these days, it really comes down to that's the way that I'm the most passionate about doing it. And I do continue to see clients as there's one coming in seven minutes, at least connecting online here. I come back to that sentence though, because that is what became the identity of the Virginia Hypnosis and Jason Lynette as the hypnotist brand. Because it wasn't so much about the thing. And I challenge your way of addressing the world here for a moment which would be the people in this hypnotic profession that you know as experts in a specific thing, 
If they were going to get a phone call for damn near everything else, they would also work with it. So the purpose of the niching down often becomes a startup strategy or perhaps even an expansion strategy. And what I would say is this episode this week, this uh, re-entrance, as it were, based on the story I shared at the beginning, uh, which, by the way, he was in one of the Ghostbusters movies. That's going to make you go back and go, wait, what? <laughs> the grandfather. It comes back to how there's a refocusing of where I feel we need to put our emphasis as practitioners. Because more power to you, and this is no... This is no commentary as to whether it works or whether it doesn't work. Yet, do you see a bit of the philosophical challenge when you put out there that you are an expert in a specific problem? And yes, this is a reframe upon a reframe, basically. Yet, when we put that emphasis on trauma and anxiety, and I'm an expert in this problem, it's reinvigorating that dialogue that that thing is solid, stagnant, and unmoving and rigid. When instead, what I've found, especially working with the caliber of clients that I see these days, not just because of pricing, yet because I've built an entirely other world to position myself as the guy who is helping business owners to climb out of their own overwhelm, uh, to climb out of their own second-guessing themselves, and to eradicate the syndrome formerly known as imposter syndrome, these people are not speaking in terms of trauma. These people are not speaking in terms of holding on to events. These people are not speaking in terms of the problem states. These people are looking for peak performance. Now, here's the thing, and let's be transparent for a moment. I'm probably doing a lot of the same strategies. It's just there's a different intention. Because when I say peak performance... It really comes down to, first of all, boosting your own confidence in the work that you do. You know, it's one where you are showing up with a level of prestige and confidence and authority, never for the sake of putting on something that's not quite there, though perhaps that might be part of it sometimes. It's stepping into something where they can borrow from your own peak performance mindset, and it's that classic principle of you go first. And... Some of you have heard me say this before, that the classic hypnotic intake can be paraphrased in an extremely cynical way. And this sounds harsh, but it's absolutely true. Let's sit with each other for an hour and discuss how impossible this thing has been to resolve. And now that we've really dug that hole deeper, damn, that sounds rough. Close your eyes. Let's see if we can fix it. It's the same correlation of all things to stage hypnosis. Get them really excited in the crowd. And then bring them up on stage and bore the hell out of everybody with 20 minutes of progressive muscle relaxation and then wonder why you can't get them animated again. So the use of conversational hypnosis to start to, let's say, add some of that fuel to the fire for that, what I call peak performance amplification. And it's the fact that insight is valuable. And let's, yes, stand on some of the shoulders of the research within our world and the importance of techniques that, you know, can help to clean up the past, can help to resolve previous issues. Yet at the same time, it comes around to that place where there's not really enough substantial research to really back up this idea that here was the one core event that caused the problem 
And the one true model is to find that magical initial experience where this thing took off. Yes, that can sometimes be part of the process. Yes, as someone who says every method is valid, every technique is good. It's only a matter of how you put it actually into use. So I never really get into the, this technique is good, this technique is bad. If you don't use this one, you're a wimp. If you don't use this one, you're not going to get results. No, throw that garbage out. The techniques are only as good as we put it into use. Yet, if we're going to really call out hypnotic age regression here, it's this metaphorical shingle from which the change can now hang. And what's more important if we had to shine a spotlight in either one of two places? Spotlight number one, this, get ready for the air quotes, theoretical initial experience where everything started, which, yes, that can be sometimes the initial thing. Or this death and resurrection cycle of the old story to now propel you into your future. Which is where if you were to see me do age regression with a client now, classical regress to cause model, I'm probably three to four minutes in the find the cause aspect of it. Did you hear the air quotes through the recording? Three to four minutes in that, and then 20 to 30, if not the full hour, into the amplification of their future. Where you put that attention is the direction they're going to go. If the end of your session is, wow, now I know why. Unfortunately, at least in my experience and from what I've heard from others too, you end up with this unfortunate outcome that I know why I have this feeling and yet I still feel that way. And now that I have validation, I feel even worse. So the beauty of this becomes it's all customizable. The beauty of this becomes every aspect of it is based upon that person who is in front of you right now. And as I recorded a video privately for the folks in our current WorkSmart Hypnosis Live and online course, it was where there's this big reveal of, okay, here's this resource library that you have, yet to look at every technique and every methodology as a record of how something was done in one specific experience with one specific client, with one specific intake on one specific day, and everything is then to be modeled. And then it's through the artistry of the customization and even better, the interaction within the client. That's how we amplify change. And it's far too often we find ourselves mistakenly doing an intake in a way that actually, again, amplifies the problem as opposed to amplifies the solution. And it's how, how sometimes just simply asking a question in a slightly different way can change everything. So as we dive back in here, once again, after this brief pause and reintroduction, I'm inviting you to join me for not quite a challenge because the word didn't quite fit. So let's call it a power week, all about hypnotic peak performance. If you head over to worksmarthypnosis.com forward slash peak, P-E-A-K, that's where you can see all the details for this event that's kicking off soon. Now, here's the thing. If you're listening to this in time and you're able to join the live real-time online event, awesome, fantastic. You're going to get the Zoom links. You're going to be able to interact during the program. You're good to go. If perhaps you're the other side of the world and the times don't match up, no problem. Everybody who signs up for this event is going to get lifetime access to the replays. Y'all know how I roll. Or if you're listening to this well after October 2022, 
And you're like, wait a minute, I missed that. When are you going to do it again? Answer is probably simple. I'm not because we're going to capture it in a way that whether you're there with me in real time or you're watching after the fact, you're going to get all the knowledge. Here's the focus of the event. Conversational hypnosis for covert peak performance amplification. That sentence, I believe, is 114 points in Scrabble. These are the exact words and phrases that I use with my clients to activate change even before the hypnosis begins. I have never talked in a training about the Willy Wonka transition. And if that doesn't grab your attention and make you go, all right, I'm dropping 27 bucks for this event, worksmarthypnosis.com forward slash peak, P-E-A-K. <laughs> also, the secret to immediately boosting your own confidence as a hypnotist. This is that thing that needs to be there by far more than most everything else. So first stage of this event, I'm going to be working on all of you. Let's help you to climb out of whatever's been holding you back so you personify and you amplify what's inside of that client. Hypnotic magnification for hidden client strengths. Regression is not just about finding the cause. And you're going to see some of the work smart principles, specifically my anchor sandwich strategy, which helps you to reliably fire off triggers in your client on demand. And the secrets to customizing these principles for all of your clients. I'm all about simplicity. I'm all about frameworks. I'm all about giving you things you can put into use right away. So check it out. Join us for the Power Week Hypnotic Peak Performance. Check it out. WorkSmartHypnosis.com forward slash peak. P-E-A-K. I'll see you there. Jason Lynette here once again. And as always, well, we took a bit of a pause. We're back here once again. I'm going to make a personal ask at this point. Pop an email over to Jason at WorkSmartHypnosis.com. We've got some really cool things building out behind the scenes for the upcoming version 3.0 of the WorkSmart Hypnosis website. So pop an email over to Jason at WorkSmartHypnosis.com. Let me know where things are stuck with you in your hypnotic journey, whether it's specific client issues, whether it's something in your business. We're going to be monitoring that email over the next couple of days to see what your responses are, even if you're listening to this in 2025. Pop a message over to Jason at WorkSmartHypnosis.com. We'd love to hear what you're up to. We'd love to hear how we can help. See you next week. Thanks for listening to the WorkSmart Hypnosis Podcast at WorkSmartHypnosis.com. Smart Hypnosis